Alright, alright, alright. Manuel James Delgado in the house here on Shea Radio. It's that time of the week where we get to do the Manny show. Me and my crew here. Who's having a great hey. time? What's going on, guys and girls? Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a bit um Do you have a word when you eat and you're like lazy after you eat? Oh, like you're like, oh, sometimes we call I'm a bit that slow, you know, we call it a food coma. <laughs> Not that much, maybe, but I'm a bit slow. That's like Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and like big things like that. Then oh, yeah. Food coma time. Huh? Normal Thursday is here. A normal Thursday? Yeah. It's just a normal Thursday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like food coma. Hey, so, so like quick question. Because in, in the States and places like that, we say, hey, how's it going? Right? And people know to respond, oh, good, and stuff like that. But when I do it out here, people are like, they don't know how to answer. <laughs> how answer? Well, what's the normal greeting for you in Germany? Hi. That's it? Yeah. No, no. There's like Why a point. <laughs> no, I think it depends on what age you are. Because other people, they uh, pay more attention to like a proper way of saying like guten tag maybe it's like good day or like good morning like oh yeah, yeah. Like, and then like how are you like the weather is good like the weather is good <laughs> yeah like it's basically like small talk topic number one what what, what about in brazil when well, you're there, passing there by there's so many so, so many is like uh everything all right and all in peace and uh you're like walking by somebody real good. quick you're walking by somebody real quick and you're like Everything all right? And then you keep on walking. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yeah. And we just say random stuff as well, like, hip, hip, hip. <laughs> just anything like this. But if you're not, then you know that you're just saying hi, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is amazing. All right, you guys. We are continuing our theme of the book of James. And uh, Lena, you're in charge the, today, right? Yes. Can you I give am. us a little <laughs> teaser of, of what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, we're gonna. The topic is going to be faith and deeds. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, before I started preparing, I think um, I thought about that. I think we often preach really much about like self-centered gospel, where mm. we're always like, okay, God can do that for you and God will help you with that and he will free you from that. And But I think, I mean, that's all true, but that's only one side of it. Yeah. And also... Um, God wants us to um, yeah, love him and love what he loves and also do what he loves. And mm. um, I think that's maybe a bit about what we're going to talk about today. Exciting times. I'm, I'm fit for a fight. So if you guys want to disagree, just so it's fun, you're welcome to disagree with me. I'll probably agree <laughs> with everything. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> no. All good. All right. So um, people... If you're listening to us live, and as always, we give you an opportunity to join in in the conversation through text messaging. Um, the number is 577777. Give us a song request, prayer request. Otherwise, you can um, jump up on Messenger and write us. And uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts on this faith and deeds topic we're going to do. But we will play a song, and then we will be back and jump into the topic. And the first song on the list, you all, is my little girl's song request. We used to listen to this song so much, huh, Dahlia? All the time in the car we were driving. Was it during 
Corona season or just before? I think it was during that time, yeah. So this is the Planet Shakers, an oldie but a goodie called Home.
that was the Planet Shakers singing home. And uh, that was a special request from my wonderful little girl, Dahlia. How old were you again? You said seven? Twelve? You're twelve? No, when the song came out. (laughs) Yeah, it was a while ago. They were actually here on the Faroe Islands, and we got to see them live and have a good time. And then, yeah, binge out on that CD for like days after. Very cool. If you are just joining us, this is the Manny Show on Shea Radio. And we come here every week, me and my friends, from Pace. Pace! Um, what? I, I was just saying, like, yay. Pace. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we pick a, a, a theme or a subject to go through. And hopefully you listening will go away encouraged, equipped, uh, or comforted in the season that you are in. So, Lena. Yes. What's going on today? You talked briefly about what we're going to do. So how do yeah. we jump into this awesome subject? Um, I have a Bible passage that we can read. And it's James 2, verse 14 to 18. Cool. Does anyone want to read it? Or, I mean, I can read it too. I can read it. That's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, James 2, 14 through 18. And it goes like this. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus, also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But some one will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. You believe... Oh, that's it. (laughs) It's a good passage. Yeah, Yeah. I really like it. Mm -hmm. Yes, so the first thing that I thought about, because I don't know if the word deeds is really common or many people know what it is. So I think we could first talk about that. What does the term deeds mean, Mm. actually? Yeah. Does someone have thoughts about that? I mean, the basic basic thing right here says an action that is performed intentionally or consciously. Yeah, I think, sense? yeah. It's like the works and things you do and basically things you do, right? It's also a legal document. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're talking about that. <laughs> And, and you're like when it comes to you know um, you could look at this like from a normal perspective, but also like church Christian perspective. When you think of the word deeds, what does that mean to you guys? Yeah. Uh, for me, it means like the actions or things that you are doing in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. like the things that we are doing because we believe. Yeah. yeah. Like inspired things by God. Yeah. But also, in my opinion, it's mainly positive, um, like being kind to someone, friendliness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Positive. Yeah. yeah. In the name of Jesus, positive. <laughs> A legal deed that you have to sign. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think what I found interesting, because I looked for Bible passages earlier um, mm-hmm. for that topic, 
And there were some from the Old Testament, but in every passage, um, when it talked about good deeds or about deeds in the Old Testament, it was um, referring to God and mm. not to people at all. So I found that interesting that in the Old Testament, like all the good deeds, like it, it was all just like in connection to God. Come but on. But in the New Testament, we are called to do good deeds. Yeah. So I think that was really interesting, actually. Whoa. I mean, that just complements that whole transition from Old Covenant to New Covenant as well. Yeah. And puts like the stamp on it. That's cool. Approving that we are good enough to do the deeds that God has done in the past. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 And the next question that I thought about is, um, what's the difference between keeping just the law and doing good deeds or like having faith with deeds? Because mm. I believe that there's a difference between, but many, I think... Some people are maybe confused about that or yeah. don't really know what the difference is. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jan really wants <laughs> yeah. to share about this. Yeah, one. I, wouldn't, I, I would <laughs> say that um, the difference is a law is something that is given you and you have to obey it if you like or not. So okay. to reach something, for example, if you see like a country, countries have a constitution and have laws, you have, obey, have to obey the laws. And if not, you get threatened. The same is with God. God has a law. If you don't obey the law, then you have problems. So and is, like, is God threatening yeah, like the government? No, I, th I don't think so. <laughs> but like, uh, you, you should obey the law, and <laughs> indeed means deeds something that you make your, maybe like from yourself, hmm. something that, that you do because don't you don't have to, but you are doing this because you feel you have to do this from yourself, hmm. or you get a positive feeling doing this. Like the one is more fo forced, and like the mm -hmm. other one is like more. From out of myself. Yeah. Or like inspired by God in this case. <laughs> I also think um, that like in relation to faith, um, keeping the law is like um, people having to, like they have to do something to be worthy kind of of uh, being close to God. Mm -hmm. And the deeds with faith is more like because I believe in God, I am doing this mm -hmm. good stuff. Yeah. 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 Any yeah. other thoughts? Like, let's say that in the law of God is tell that we need to help the poor and we need to... Because uh, I think it was really direct when it was the, in the Old Testament, the law, it was like, yeah, you need to do this. So it was really clear. Yeah. So let's say, oh, you need to give like, uh, like, food to the poor. Like, but it's just this is written there. But you see that the poor people they also need new clothes, mm. and like, but you're just following the law. So you just give them food. And yeah, you it. just give food, but yeah. then like, your deeds are still not uh, fulfilled. You're not doing yeah. your yeah. part because you should do everything like more than just the law you know because following the law is basically like trying to be in the minimum and i think that this is doing what it's actually you need to do without like trying to see oh i need to do this it doesn't matter if you need like you know you should yeah kind of like the whole tithing and, and and giving like the bible highly recommends <laughs> that you should give 10 percent of of what you receive because everything's from God anyways. So you're like, all right, I'll give that. 
but like deeds could be like, oh, I want to also give even more than that because I can, you know, be a part of this and that, da, 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 da. So that's, you don't have to do that, but you just feel compelled because you just love to give because God has given you so much, for example. Yeah. 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 I was uh, doing a, um, a study through the gifts of the Spirit, right? And the second part of the gifts, like the first ones are about knowledge and wisdom in 1 Corinthians 12. And then the second ones are um, about uh, faith, healing, and miraculous works. And I looked up the word faith there. And it says, and what I, I, I knew this, but I, I, I didn't know how to put words on it until I did a study on this. And there's, there's um, salvation faith, and then there's um, great faith, right? And salvation faith is just what you need um, to be a Christian or to be, you know, saved. You know, it says in Romans that if you um, uh, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God rose him from the dead, you will be saved. So that's all you need to have faith in to be saved, right? Um, and that's not a very emotional faith, if you, if you want to, like, use the word emotion on it, whereas, like... As long as you continue to believe, you, you have that salvation. As long as you continue to believe in Jesus and what he did for you, you'll have that salvation. You can have a good day. You can have a bad day. That type of faith in that, it, it won't change if you don't want it to. Whereas the greater faith, or the one that's talking about in, in, in the gifts of the Spirit, a gift of faith, this is one that like you need an extra dose of faith for that moment. So you see like a deed that should be done. Maybe no one else sees the deed, but you, because God put it on your heart to do that deed. And he's giving you the extra faith to do it. Like, oh, this looks really difficult to do. It just doesn't seem possible, but I really believe God wants me to do this. And so then you just go for it because of the faith, amount of faith he gave you for that specific deed. I'm not sure if it goes with this type of faith that James is talking about, but Based on what we're talking about here, there's the law, the things that you have to follow because they're just written. And then there's the deeds that are not exactly written, but you know it'll please God. So I think that's kind of interesting that it's also a gift of the Spirit. Jan? Uh, yeah, I wanted to add that um, you spoke about those people who believe in God or mm -hmm. in Jesus, that he died for our sins and that he is our Savior. Mm -hmm. Like... This is enough to be saved. But on the other hand, I think God wants us to be like, not only like, it's a, it's a journey. Yeah. And like, this is just one station that we um, understand what is everything about, that Jesus died for us. But then I think God wants us to not to stop. He wants us to like go further and totally to take other people with us and, you know, mm -hmm. talk about it and do like deeds mm. and good actions. 100%. So, 100%. Yep. Cool. Should we play a song? Yeah. And then we will come back with some more awesome questions. All right. Sounds good. What song should we play now? Over. Over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to play Elevation Rhythm over and over. Not, we're not going to play the song over and over. <laughs> Ta -da. Uh -oh. Here you go. Thank you. 
over and over by Elevation Rhythms. Should we play that song over? And over. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for my humor. Well, I'm not sorry, but it's polite to say sorry. Right? Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're just joining us, we are uh, continuing our theme, uh, the book of James. We're on chapter two about faith and deeds. And Lena's leading us through some questions that she written. Um, what's next? What's this last question uh, concerning what we were just talking about? Um, okay. The question we said it's actually like a really important question to talk about. Yeah, I think and, so. And um, because it says in the Bible that only by faith and not by keeping the law we're saved just through faith. Um, and the question is, do we also have to have deeds to be saved? Yeah, the 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 passage that uh, Lena, I believe you're thinking of, so people will know what we're talking about, is uh, Ephesians two eight or nine, and it says something like, "For it is by uh, for it is by grace that we are saved through faith, not by works, so that anyone can boast." Yeah. Um, and the question that you're saying, do we also have to have deeds to be saved? Yeah. Even though that passage says something yeah. a bit different. <laughs> yeah, because the passage is like, oh, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. But here it says, yeah, faith without deeds is dead. So. Yeah. Any any input, guys? Guys and gals? Oh, I tried to think about an analogy, but I couldn't yet. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I haven't, or maybe I have, I just don't remember, but uh, the word works and maybe the word deeds maybe have two different approaches to them or understandings of them, possibly. But um, what do you think? I know Jan has a few words or Vanessa, some thoughts on that? Uh, yes. I think you are saved as far as you believe that Jesus Christ is your savior and he died for your sins. This is like what saves us. But still, there's like I think if you just believe this and you're saved, okay. But you are like limiting yourself somehow because there's like so much that you could experience with God and achieve mm. and all the stuff that you could like just feel and so much more that would make your life so much easier if you would like take just more faith. So mm -hmm. it's like someone would give you like a million of euro, mm -hmm. like offer it to you, you just take 1,000 euro, like euro or kroners here if you are yeah. in Faroe Islands. So <laughs> so, like, so I think it's so. Yeah, you're saved, but like, you could do more. Mm. But you were, you were talking, Lena, about like when you were younger and you heard this subject about what it says in James. How did that make you feel? Yeah, I remember because um, it's um, like to my story. It's not that long ago that I really like found my true faith um, mm. in God. Because I grew up in a Christian home, but I um, always just believed because we like it's just what we did in our family, but yeah. not because it was my genuine faith. Um, so always when I heard that passage, I was always like it really stressed me because I, mm. when I was hearing it, I was like, oh my goodness! So I have to like do stuff to be saved, and like when I looked at me, I was like, okay, it's not looking very good for me, or I don't know. Um, <laughs> But it always stressed me out a lot. Um, but I think, like, how I also understand it, like, adding on what Jan said, is that I think it's key to understand what deeds are. Because 
um, I think if you really have a genuine faith, then a good deeds, they are just the logical next step for you. It's mm -hmm. not something that you're like scared of or that stresses you out maybe to a like certain point. Yes, because I think you can always do more and always go deeper. Um, but I think it's the logical consequence if you have uh, a genuine faith and if your heart is like aligned with God and what he wants and um, if you really love God then you will want to do mm -hmm. what he wants and what mm. he does. I think that's just the logical consequence and that's why I think nobody has to stress about that and be like, oh my goodness, um, I'm not doing enough so I'm not saved or anything. That's not true mm. because um, of course we can always do more, I guess, but it's nothing you have to be scared of that you do too little and then you're not saved because that's not true. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You know, I think Vanessa said uh, in the beginning that also like being kind to people and just have like a good heart is also a deed Yeah. in some kind. So if you are a Christian and you believe in Jesus that he saved you, it's really hard not to do mm. any kind of deeds. So mm. you really have to try not to do anything. To like have no <laughs> deeds, so I think like everyone is like basically doing something yeah. good. So yeah. What I also really like is that the Bible kind of also tells us what to do. Mm. Like yeah. for example, uh, seek the kingdom first, yeah. or love your neighbor yeah. as you love yourself, love your enemies. So um, it's not like we have to find out what it is. Like kind of yeah, of course, but yeah, at but the same time, the Bible is like such a guideline mm, for us yeah did you think of an analogy <laughs> nah try it but yeah I think they are faith and deeds they are so connected as James wrote you cannot show faith without the deeds like so they're really connected yeah it's like basically no one can have God without being changed by him You know, because it's just, it happens. It's not, yeah, I think it, it's just natural. So. so what's the difference then between this saving faith that we're talking about or this faith with deeds that we're talking about and the deeds of people that are not following Christ and they're doing such a great work out there? What's the difference between the deeds that we do based on our, our, our influenced or compelled by our faith in Jesus and the deeds that they do based on humanity's need. Uh, I think that it's because basically we are unjustified before having Jesus in our lives. Unjustified, is this the word? Unrighteousness, so we are like We are, even though we are talking a lot about deeds and everything, it's basically all because of the sacrifice of Jesus. So mm. uh, you can have deeds, but if you just have the deeds without like believing and re without receiving Jesus as the Savior and the Lord, mm -hmm. it's useless. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what you think the difference is? Yeah. So there, yeah. And also, you, Manuel, you often talk about like uh, eternal value. Mm -hmm. um, so I think um, 
where for what like why do these people do this stuff yeah like i'm asking myself that mm -hmm. so i think there's a difference because we know where uh where it leads to kind yeah. of yeah yeah because i i just i've had this discussion with other people too and they're like there's so many people out there probably doing a lot more than most people in the church for humanity and but because they don't believe in jesus they don't have this salvation mm. and um Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a tough thing to to maybe conversate or find some sort of concrete answer for. Um, but I think the clear, um, what do you say, clear like a stamp on what we're doing on, in the name of Jesus compared to what other people are doing based on uh, their energy level or their personal desires or what humanity is telling them to do or not do is that our deeds um, create obedience, obedience to God's ways, which brings eternal value. We will know we're doing the deeds of heaven um, by the way we see obedience and how much uh, obedience means to us. It develops an obedient lifestyle. So sometimes you have these two deeds and they're both really good deeds. But God's saying, I don't want you to do that one. I want you to do this one. But in your flesh, you're like, but this one's way more fun. And it's a good deed. And God's like, it might be, but I want you to do this one. Right? Because this one, we don't know. He sees the big picture. This deed can have such a bigger effect on the plan and purpose that he has for you and the people around you that will be affected by you being obedient and doing the deed. Where this one will give you satisfaction. It might help other people too, but it doesn't lead them to experiencing their creator, for example. So I think that's the clear difference between people doing good deeds and people being obedient to the deeds that God puts on their heart to do. What do you think? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> It's pretty deep, sorry. Yeah, I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. What's next? I think we could play another, another yeah. song for it. We'll come back and we'll jump into that next yeah. passage too. All right. Is that a build a house? No, oh, that's, that's mine. Yes, that's a really oh, good one. Sorry, Vanessa. You right. gave me the eyes. <laughs> Here we go. Build a house by Megan Tibbetts. Tibbetts? It's a cool last name. I hope I'm saying it right. Sorry, Megan. Here you go. <laughs> I'm building they take forever I guess I painted over wallpaper instead of scraping it off I'm feeling guess I thought it would be easier to cover up holes by hanging pretty things on the wall I had to do a little bit of undoing to do it right I had to do a little bit of unlearning To see the light I want to build a house That's sturdy and unshaken But first I gotta tear down What I thought that I could make it Cause the walls could no
'Cause I wanna build a house. I'm learning that I thought I knew the best way. You probably tried to tell me gently, but still I demanded I was right. I noticed that I know less than I did before. But you think that is beautiful, and you've been waiting for that. I had to do a little bit of undoing to do it right. Do a little bit of unlearning to see the light. But I wanna build a house that's sturdy and unshaken. But first, I gotta tear down what I have tried to make it. 'Cause the one. Where you wanna live, a place where you wanna stay, a place where I stop taking up all the space, a place where you can move, a place you can redecorate, a place where I've addressed the things that need to change, and a place that you can use, a place where you will stay. By Megan Tibbets, you got to find out how we say that name. Yeah, I, I always have no idea. So like, when I put on new music, and I, <laughs> but how else? How else it could be? Tibbets, 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 Kibbles and Bits. <laughs> That's a definitely awesome. All right, this has been this is this is really good stuff. Yeah, I knew it would uh, create some sort of like. We've been talking during the the song too about like. Uh, um, what Paul says about this in Romans, uh, read Romans 2, people, if you have time, uh, actually 12 through 16, uh, and then um, and, and tell us your thoughts on that if you choose. But anyways, we'll stick to the subject. <laughs> uh, what's next? Um, we have another passage that's in the same chapter. Um, mm -hmm. It's James 2, 21 to 26. Mm -hmm. uh, does somebody want to read that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, I can do that. Um, was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? 
You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do, and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab, the prostitute, considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Mm. <laughs> no, really, like, uh, misunderstanding <laughs> that, in my opinion. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, I think that he just uh, said well, the, the thing about the connection with faith and deeds and how it's so... Yeah, they walk together. Yeah. yeah. I was reading, uh, just real quick, uh, verse 22, it says, do you see that faith was working together? That phrase, working together. Uh, the word, um, it's two words for us in English, but it's one word in Greek, and it's the word that we get for synergy. So, like, they have, like, uh, a red line through it, a, syn a synergy, they're connected. Like, they can't be one without the other. Mm. So... Yeah. Boom. Together. Yes. I think actually the last part kind of fit to what you were just talking about. Or if I listened right. You know the passage about um, Rahab that she mm. like did righteous things or like good deeds even mm -hmm. though she wasn't one of the Israelites. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh yeah, the thing that we were talking about during the during the song with the Romans and yeah, because yeah. we were talking about like, you know, God's judgment uh, is is different for those that, at least in the Old Testament and in that time, God's judgment for the Jews will be influenced by the law that they have lived in and understood, whereas the the heathens, the Gentiles that never grew up in the law. Uh, their ju the, God's judgment towards them will be based on their conscience, their good deeds, because he's given everybody a moral compass inside of us. So that's kind of interesting. And I don't want to like poke saying that, you know, as, if you never confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, then you actually still have a chance to get into heaven. I'm not about to say that. All I'm saying is that Romans 2 says this, and James is saying this as well, especially with Rahab, Rahab, as <laughs> Vanessa says, <laughs> I mean, God's mercy is just amazing. And when he puts something on our heart to do, it's just, wow, to run from that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, at least we know here that uh, what happened and what's going on. So yeah. we have, so we can den shouldn't deny it. Yeah. But like, if someone, like, there are some natives living in a jungle somewhere mm. and there's no one going to tell them about it, they will will not recognize and we don't know what will happen to like we don't know it but no nope. so we can we, we can say if they get saved but we can also not like say they are not saved because then we will also like somehow who's to say they haven't experienced the creator of the universe through his creation like paul also says in romans one yeah probably they have because you know, they're living in a jungle yeah. and then they choose to live a life bigger than them based on their creator who they don't know much about because they don't have the bible you know, I don't, I don't know, and I'm not going to say, you know, uh, like a fact right here because it's not 
our call to do that because we're not God. But what we do know is that those that have heard the gospel message, that have had the revelation of who Jesus is and choose to deny, they have already prepared the judgment for themselves. Yes. Or yeah, am I? It's true. Yeah. And uh, th there is a question that people are like, oh, and what about those that never heard about Jesus and things like that? But then if we bring the question as, what about those that heard about Jesus and they are denying? Because many people, they question like, oh, is God so like good? So why would he uh, mm -hmm. not save that person that never heard about the gospel? But it's like, it's mainly the ones that heard, like that is even more important because like they have the more things in their hands yeah. and they're yeah. still not using. Mm -hmm. Spot on. You got some last questions for us here. Yes, I think it's, um, those are a bit more personal, but I, I think one of the questions I kind of answered already because you asked me about um, like how the passages make us feel about our own faith and then yeah. I shared about mm -hmm. how it used to be for me. But I think another question that's really interesting is, um, like, do you remember situations where it was easy for you to just like preach and like have faith in a way um, and just say some nice words, but then you struggled putting that into action, like you had the faith, but not the deeds to mm, it, or like, yeah. do you have any examples for that or what was your experience with that? Yeah. Anybody? I think that many things, because like with more than half of our life, we know what to do and we still are not doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. We know what we should do and we don't do. So, and we teach what we should do, yeah. you know? So like, yeah. I know, let's say, I know like 10 things that a person should do. I'm doing just five, but I still, I will teach the 10. So many times I'm teaching something that You're I also. can't live yet or can't live completely. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that's important to always show this, uh, that you're not all what you're teaching, you know? It's like, yeah, I'm still working on this. Otherwise it would, like it will people feel that you're a hypocrite mm -hmm. so it that's good to like always show that yeah like that's the truth but i still sometimes i still fall off this yeah mm. yeah go ahead yeah yeah i think it's always easier to like say like you should do this or you should do this and then like but if you should do it yourself you always like find something excuse us not to do this or mm. do it differently and i think it's normal But in this case, we should be honest, especially how Larry said we teach like to people. That we always say, should say like, yeah, no one is perfect. Mistakes can happen, mm -hmm. but like our goal, uh, our desire is like to yeah. uh, reach everything yeah. to do. Amen. I have uh, one. I don't know if I shared this story with you before, but I was um, I was in the states with my family, and we were celebrating my wife's birthday. Um, at this beach and I was with my my family all together having a great time and on our way back to to where the cars were parked we had to go over this bridge and um, and there was a big crowd like right there at this street and we got closer and I said what's going on and they said this father was riding his bike and a car almost hit him 
but he lost control and his little boy was on the back in the back seat and he hit his head on the side of the curb and there was blood and, and the boy was unconscious and everything. And um, God told me to go pray for them. I felt it so strong. And, and uh, I always preach about the power of prayer. And, you know, that's, I'm a missionary in Scandinavia. And, and when God was telling me this, I kept on saying, ah, oh, there's so many people around and what if it doesn't work? And, and I don't want to like take, take the scene and all of these excuses were going in my head. And, and my brother-in-law, uh, he, he ran up to me. He's like, God wants you to go pray for him, huh? And I said, yeah, but I don't know if I dare. And as we were like, as I was making excuses, we got further and further away. And then right when I decided, okay, maybe I should, it was too late. The ambulance came and they were getting ready to take, take them away. And I felt so like, oh, I let you down, God. I felt so bad inside, you know? And um, I felt like I wasn't practicing what I preach. But God was so kind to me that that night as I was, I was actually, I was, everyone was asleep. I remember praying to him and apologizing and actually crying. And he's like, he's like, I love you still. I believe in you. I felt like that he was saying that to me. And so then I got over myself and I said, okay, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll listen. I'll try and listen to you. And then the next day, my, my aunt calls my dad and, and uh, she had just gotten an x-ray with a big ball in, in her lungs. And they said it was cancer. They had to take it out before it spread. And they, but they didn't know because it was pretty big and they didn't know how much it spread. And, um, and so she was calling my dad to pray, to pray for her before she went in for surgery and then my dad said, oh, my son's here. You know, he's a missionary. He's been serving God. Let him pray for you. <laughs> I was like, my dad goes, phone's for you. He just gave me the phone. And then she told me what was going on. And, and I was like, oh. And God says, pray for her. You know, I felt the same phrase. So I just prayed for her. And I just said, in the name of Jesus, that, the, that you will be healed. You won't even have to go through the surgery. I just felt bold. I had these bold words. And I said those exact words. And then, um, and then I think it was two days later, she called super excited and she says, I went to the doctors, they had to do a routine x-ray just so they could see if it was in the same place and it was gone. Like there was nothing there. And they said, we can't find it anywhere. We've done several different ways of doing the x-rays and, and there's nothing there. So you're cancer free. You don't have to have the surgery. <laughs> I was like, wow. hallelujah. I was so happy, you know? And I think that's just how our God is, you know, like, you know, he wants us to live out this faith through these deeds. But like I said, the fruit of it will be obedience, you know, and, uh, and then you'll see what happens from that. So. Mm. Really encouraging. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Last question. Yes. Um, I think that's nice for the people who are listening who maybe want to go deeper or like put their faith more into action. And I think it would be nice to hear what advice um, would we give them? Like mm. if they want to go deeper and if they want to bring more life into their faith and put it more into action, like what can we give them on their way? Yeah. What do you guys think? What advice would you give somebody that was asking you? Uh, I think that don't... 
it, it obviously it can happen to be suddenly and having like huge faith, but I think that usually the most common thing is that someone has a faith that is gradually growing. So I think that is just walking through the faith you already have. So if your faith, I, I'll give an example with a disease, you know, like if someone has a huge disease, uh, but you don't have pray, uh, you don't have faith that if you pray it will get healed in one day. But then you have faith that yeah, but I I really have faith that it will if I pray many times it will disappear uh, after some weeks. Let's say it's just a random example just to express that it's just a smaller faith that someone that says yeah it can happen suddenly like and be completely healed. So there are some areas in our our lives that we have a small faith. And we can walk through this small faith and giving some b bigger steps. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you have any other better example about like those uh, small steps that we can give, but I think that's the point you don't... Uh, I mean, Jesus does talk about even if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, if you're acting on it, it's enough because he yeah. can do whatever with that. So I like, yeah, baby steps. As long as you're making steps, right? With your faith. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Uh, I think that's also like, you have to practice your faith. Like, and you have to keep searching like for answers and you have to try to like um, develop it. Like, yeah. And you all, like, should also like, surround yourself with maybe like Christians. Like you should like make an atmosphere where you allow your faith to grow. And you have to desire it somehow, mm. and you have to, you can pray to God to help. So like, you don't have to do it alone. Yeah, amen. Any other thoughts? I think the first thing is just to seek God, like in every situation, probably yeah. just seeking God because, um, just seeking Him over ourselves and like letting go of like seeking other things mm. and. Because if we just seek God, then it will just automatically happen that we think more of his thoughts and that we do more of his works um, and stuff like that. So it's nothing you have to accomplish by yourself. It's just seeking God and him pouring into you, I would say. Yeah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. Yeah. Amen. Like that. <laughs> cool. Well, would you like to close this in prayer? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Before we pray, just want to say thank you for listening with us. If you can and you're listening to this live, pray for our team. They're going to England to hang out with some other PACE teams in London and share ideas and just, yeah, experience God together. Have fun. And have fun. <laughs> See See old Ben, Big Ben. <laughs> so yeah, just pray for that they have a, a fruitful trip as well. And we will see you all, or you will listen to us all next week. Yes. Yeah, and Jesus, I thank you that we could have this time now where we could talk about you and about your word. And I want to pray that you bless everyone who was listening now and just, um, yeah, give them what they need and just if they want to go deeper just show them that there's always deeper and that they can always go deeper and further and wider with you that there's um 
always more potential and always mm. more to go into. And um, yeah, just please pour out your spirit and your love about the ones who are listening and guide them on their way with you. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all, be blessed. Here's the last song that we're going to play. And um, have a great day. See ya. <laughs>